Do you think maybe we should do some more production with our podcast? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't write it on him anymore. What's wrong with me? Loser. Stroke me was 76. Mm, right. Then they were 77, so we're 78. All right, 78. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to Lisa Beats Your Meat. <laughs> wow. Episode 78. 78 indeed. Yeah, that's Central. Right. Getting, getting deep in some meat tonight. <laughs> wow. Or, well, or the other way around, if you know what I mean. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going <laughs> <laughs> to... I was going to work that out verbally, but I'm not going no, to. No, really shouldn't. It's got to be worked out physically. All right. Okay. So anyways, tonight uh, we're back. Cheers. Can pick up that glass of whiskey. It's so large. Ooh, Yeah. I'm sorry I just like whiskey. That's sorry fine. I'm super cool. We know. <laughs> um anyways, tonight's episode is about horseshoe crabs. Right? I think so, yeah. We got two things here. Horseshoe crabs and red meat and how they're surprisingly intertwined. Not Kicker. At all. They're not. We could um pretend. Anyways, find a way. before we get into this, which it's a really interesting topic. Is um just a little heads up on our life. We're finishing. Sorry, we've been MIA. Jimmy's been dying. I think he has AIDS or something. Uh, I think I, I beat it, though. Oh, you did? Yep. Good for you. Magic Johnson style. <laughs> Got those drugs? I don't know if our listeners are ready for AIDS jokes. It's been long enough. Okay. Anyways, um, Jimmy's had some sort of sinus issue. You had like the flu. And then immediately after having the flu, you got a cold. And you're just like, now that we're in like a public forum, I can tell you, I think I told you this when I was drinking before, that you just get really mad at the world when you're sick. Yeah. And so so you get mad at like me, like I'll be like, how do you feel? And you're like, crappy. And I'm like, well, did I do something to you? It's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, well, there's nothing else to talk about. I know, it's not your fault. Hey, Bob, can you say hi? Okay, time out. Mm. Okay, sorry for the interruption. Kids kids are so annoying. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> Stop. So I'm sick. the one that was up at four in the morning. Um, <laughs> anyways, Jimmy was sick, and so he was grumpy and didn't want a podcast. I was dying. You were also really sick. I was. It just really disrupted our whole life. But we also have this house that's like 98% done. It would be done if I didn't get sick. That's yeah, done too. to get it on the market and sell it. I had to take sick it. days to be sick, which yeah, I'm not used to. Some BS. And that's the other thing. Like, we're yeah. pretty healthy. Why? Like, if. I thought about this after. So I went to go get medicine because mm-hmm. I knew I had something that needed to be knocked out with, you know, uh, antibiotic or something. I don't know. I feel like you can just tell. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. It could when be, I it went could to be the, a placebo effect or something. Maybe it is. But when I went to the doctor, I thought I was, I I wasn't dying, but I was so sick. Yeah. And then the, like Ugh. they gave you antibiotics and like 15 minutes later, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. 
fine. I honestly. So I went to the same doctor that, you know, I don't know what too much antibiotics is, but. When's the last time you had antibiotics? Uh, two years ago. Okay. But I like, mean, I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know one, that threshold. Is once a year. Too much? To have, which I didn't take them today. God damn it, Jimmy. I forgot. That's not okay. Is once a year too much? Um, and if that's it's, a good question. If it's not, can we just give, start like a database and say you're allowed over the counter once a year? I don't know. Like it's just annoying. <laughs> or can I can I walk into a doctor? I didn't do this. I walk in and I say, "Here's my symptoms. They've been going on this long. These are the things that I've learned to say to you to get you to give these to me." Mm-hmm. Can I just walk into a doctor and say, "Hey, I need antibiotics." Um, Should I just try that next time? No. And then and then say, "I don't think that here's would fly." why? Cuz it's always awkward. I think it would be you have to say your symptoms and then they come to the conclusion. I don't know. I was super annoyed because this woman who was a PA, she wasn't even a doctor. What's a PA? <laughs> Physician's assistant. It's like oh. one step below doctor. They can write scripts or whatever. I thought that was a nurse practitioner. Uh, nah, I don't know who's higher on the rung. Can a nurse practitioner write a script? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. A PA can too. But she just had this look in her a eyes puh? like, you're full shit. You know, my dad was a PA for a little while. A puh? He was a pa. He was a pa. And then he became a salesman. But she had this look in her eyes like, you're full of shit. And you were like, yes, I am. That's another problem like, that we need yeah, to talk about. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm just um, and like this little like toot about it. And I was just like, listen, lady. You're I didn't, sick. Yeah. I didn't yeah. come in here just because I like. I, I came I wanna, here to scam you out of antibiotics. Yeah. I want to go home and like snore antibiotics to get high or something yeah. like I'm clearly sick. I think I need something. I came to the doctors for this. Yeah. You know, if, if it was just a cold, I don't know. It's really annoying. Okay. So a whole nother week goes by well, of me being because you were ridiculously sick and I get more like and grumper. more sick. And then I went to a doctor again and he was like, oh yeah, gives me something. And then now you're better good to go. Now you're better. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Taught all day today, which is tiring. Rough go about. You know what's tiring? He's taking care of these kids all g darn day, bro. I've heard that. Literally, Max was up at four and took a took a ten minute nap today, and now is asleep, which I should be too because I was awake that whole time too, taking care of another one that's running around like a maniac. They're just maniacs. They're crazy. I like know. like. I know, you know, it's not cool, but like, can I like give them up for like a year or something? Like a I can't, year, maybe like, sometimes like I look at them and I'm just like, I can't deal with you guys. You couldn't be away for a night. You yeah, had a chance true. to be away for a night or two. I know. You I'm, didn't take it. I'm full of it. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> leave my babies who also take care of them. They're crazy, you know? Yeah, that's true. They need you. They do. Um, I could handle them for two nights. You could but you know what they would do? They'd be watching movies the whole time, eating. Uh, we'd go to the park. Eating like grilled cheeses. We'd do things. Okay. But they wouldn't be eating well, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Food. Yeah. We don't need to talk about food. Anything new? Food-wise? Yeah. Anything sticking out to you? Tonight we had tacos. Yeah. They were really good. Hit. It was kind of like, it was a different type of taco. We had buffalo chickpea tacos but it was all like i didn't heat anything up besides the um 
corn tortilla, which, yeah, corn versus flour. Obviously, flour tastes better, like one hundo. I don't know. You think, you think corn holds a candle to flour? (laughs) I do. Well, it's kind of like I didn't. That like processed white tortilla. The flour tortilla, like that, just like yeah, it hits, it hits, hits that like serotonin in my like brain that it's like, ooh, this is gonna be glucose soon. Like I love it. Yeah, I was about to say like uh, that I prefer wheat bread to white bread, but it's more of like I just don't have white bread. I think the last time I sunk my teeth into white bread, I was like, my parents' house. Do you know my my mom still buys white bread? It's really which is bizarre because she's. So forward thinking about so much um, nutrition wise. But and she also when she and it's good. She makes peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Do you know what she puts on there? No. Butter. It's peanut butter, butter, jelly. That's which vegan butter. So, okay, but if we can take it back to like my childhood, I never ate those because starting at the first grade, I made my own peanut butter jelly sandwiches, so I'd never you didn't put that on there. No, I would never think to put butter on. It. And actually, James the other day, we got into a fight because we get in fights a lot. But <laughs> um, he was like, "Can I put butter on my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches?" And I was like, "No." He was like, "Come on, you don't let me do anything." <laughs> Why didn't I was you like, let him? Because you don't. Because butter's not like. Let's just add that in for no other reason. Where do you get that idea? From my mom. Because mm. we had like a picnic and she was handing out peanut butter butter sandwiches. <laughs> oh. It was just a weird concept. Never heard of such a thing. I don't know. I used to get grossed out because my friend's mom, they made like peanut butter and honey sandwiches. That's delicious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, with some... Bananas. Throw a nanner on there. That's a superhero. That's what that's what Bob calls superpower sandwiches. Sometimes when I ask Bob, like, what do you want for lunch? He'll be like, What's well, usually butter jellies? Butter jellies is peanut butter jelly. And um but sometimes he'll be like, I want a superpower it's just superpower <laughs> sandwich. And we'll be like, What's on it? And he just lists Every ingredient he knows in his head. We'll be like bananas and pretzels. We went to Home Depot yesterday and you wanted super glue. So I got you some super glue Mm -hmm. and I gave it to him. We were in the car. This is for mama. What's this say, dad? What's this called, dad? And I said, it's glue. He said, oh, glue. He said, it's super glue. And he was like, it's not super glue. (laughs) (laughs) fucking with him it's like where does it say that it's like it says glue it's like no it's super glue it's really super glue oh my god they're so funny like they're in they're lunatics but they are hilarious like bob really does like kids can be funny say stuff to me all day that i'm just like excuse me what no get used to it yeah i guess it's starting they're funny interacting with each other not to like go down that, but enjoy it while you can. I don't know. They we love each other kick a lot. Each other's asses before you know it. I think so, but they really love each other. Mm-hmm. They've been nothing but love. So knock on wood, that's good. So, anyways, we're busy getting this house on the market, trying to sell it for a million dollars. Just kidding. Like a quarter, 
of a million dollars? Close to it? No. <laughs> like a... We're not like to an, that level like yet. an eighth of a million dollars? Yes, more than an eighth. What's an eighth of a million? Well, a quarter is 250. Yeah. So an eighth would be, what, 125? Yeah, more than that. Yeah. More than that. We're going to put some stacks in our bank account, though. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. No more no more peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for me. <laughs> like some, okay. Some dents in your credit cards. Nah. No, bro. Buying some saffron at the grocery store. Well, the podcast is paying so well. Maple. I don't have to worry about it. I'm just kidding. I'm going to buy some vanilla extract. Is that something you... Good, I avoid good times. It's a million dollars an ounce. Well, we'll oh, have that oh, segue. Do you know what else is super expensive? Oh, <gasps> dun, 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 dun. horseshoe crab blood. <laughs> yes. So I was the one that came up with this, and I'm just going to tell what I know, and then you're going to fill in the details. Okay. Okay. Lisa's been obsessed with this. I, I did. I like started talking to you about this to one of your coworkers last Friday and they literally were yeah. like glazed eyes like, well, they were probably really high, but I was like, do you know that people use horseshoe blood and stuff? And they were like, like I, like I saw in their head, there was just like, I can't go with you on this. Yeah. Journey. I don't know. Like, like I you. don't know where you're going, but I just, I don't, I don't can't. You've been very excited about this and I'll be honest. I I've heard nothing of the sort. Uh, no. But I did my homework and I researched it and it's it's fairly interesting, but It's super interesting. You're very interested in it. How is it not? So maybe other people will be. It's a hu- it's a um it's an issue with her- horseshoe crabs. I still don't understand one aspect of it, but go ahead. What don't you understand? Let me answer. The cost. Why it's so expensive? Cuz yeah. the extraction It doesn't seem and that hard. There's a high demand. It has to be put on every single, this substance has to be put on any, anything that's put inside um, a human body. Right, has well, to be tested it, and with I'll this. tell you where I get confused. Okay, so but horseshoe crabs. Let's just start back in the beginning. <laughs> Dinosaurs? The beginning of time. Dinosaurs roaming around. Dum, dum, dum. I'm just kidding. Um, horseshoe crabs were around. Horseshoe crabs have been around since dinosaurs. Like all the dinosaurs. Like they're just like a all crab those... with a giant shell on them. Yeah, they're terrifying. You know, and they're, they're big. Pretty weird looking. They're like a horseshoe crab, like, you know, I'd say that spans like two feet. What is that? Small? And then they got that tail. Yeah. Which that tail is for um, flipping over. Huh. Did you know that? I did not. It's not necessarily like a weapon or like a, you know, to fight off people or you know oh, yeah. predators or whatever it's more so i think their shell kind of does that they're kind of like turtles in that aspect what but that, other animals use them for well cows swap flies yeah what do dogs have them have a tail i think just swatting um bugs and stuff i knew I mean, a girl that had like a little nub and she was like it's my tail ha 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 and i was like that's oh. disgusting you could use one to swat the bugs in our house away yeah. from us you know the giant spiders that we have um anyways so these horseshoe crabs you know what we're talking about you know giant shells pointy pointy tail like thingy um their blood is blue why is it blue do you know because of the copper yes 
Yeah. Why is co- <laughs> there's copper in it? Apparently. This is okay. Uh, what? Do you know why that makes it blue though? Because like I thought, like our blood is blue inside of us, and then when it reaches oxygen, it turns red. Or is our is our you know like if you look at your vein, it's blue. You know. Yeah. So like I think like the blood inside of us is blue, but then once it hits oxygen, it turns red. Is that a I thing? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? No. Well, so I don't know. This is the color, I guess. Um, so vertebrates, which would be us, um, we have white blood cells in our bloodstream and red blood cells and invertebrates like a horseshoe crab carry ambiocytes instead. When an ambiocyte comes in contact with a pathogen, mm-hmm. it um, clots. which is what you were talking about, which is like some kind of bacteria or something that could it, cause a disease or it's like, it's like a chia seed, right? Like it encapsulates the the um, bacteria yes so it's like it causes a, that that clot it's like a clot but it's like it's like a, if you've ever put chia seeds in water they form like there's like a gelatinous oh ball yeah around yeah. the chia seeds so yeah, that's what not, this this blood does i don't know i don't think that tells you why it stays blue but I, I think sure. it's i think the blue is the um presence of copper i don't um, i don't know I don't know. There's copper in there, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. Was so what's it good for? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're going for, I guess. Is that, okay, as I understand it, and you'll, I just like read a thing, like I wasn't really that in depth about it, but um, as I understand it is that like in our body, if we have, we have veins and we have extremities and we have clotting mechanisms and we have like ways of saving our body there's like multiple things that happen like if we get a giant cut on our leg our body will be like oh okay you know we're gonna scab that off so you don't just keep bleeding off unless you have some sort of disease like there's like there's safety measures on our body to make sure we don't just bleed out we have red blood cells white blood cells and those clot and that means it'll stop the bleeding, right? Yes. Unless you're a hemophilia, and then that doesn't happen. You don't have that clotting, yeah. Right? Um, I wonder if hemophilias take uh, horseshoe crab blood. <laughs> no, it's not used to like give to people. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, horseshoe crabs don't have like veins or anything. They have, their blood is kind of like just floating inside their tissue and their muscle and their bodies. Yeah. Do they have muscles or is it just tissue? You know, they're like ripped horseshoe crabs or they're just, there just is what it is. Well, it's like any crab. It's just, what if it's all a, muscle, isn't it? I don't know. What if there was no a crab idea. that just like, you know, walked a lot or something? Like, would it have more muscle than another? Do other animals have that ability besides like mammals? You know, like, can there be like a fat spider? Or a skinny like spider? a lazy spider? I don't yeah. know. I don't think so. That's not a spider. Okay, okay. Well, let's not talk insects then. Like, you know, like clam, a, a crab. Like a lizard? Mm, yeah. Big, fat, lazy lizard. Yeah, they're just a little... Yeah, they, they have muscle and stuff. Okay. Um. Anyways, the blood in the horseshoe crabs are just sloshing around, right? So... If something happens and they start to quote unquote bleed, their 
blood will clot up like immediately. And that's what's so useful or that like component. Um, I think it's called like the LAL stuff. Yeah. That, so the component is what's useful for detecting bacteria and used in like medicinal purposes. Yes. Right? So you got it. So the FDA and, you know, any anything that's being tested on humans. So like needles or drugs or any sort of medication or some kind of, you know, anything you're going to put into the human body, essentially, there's a risk that it's going to have pathogens in it, like okay. bacteria or uh, like salmonella or something that could kill somebody immediately or something that could cause... Uh, Bob's shutting his door. We're being too loud. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, Bob. Oh, oh um, shut the door. Some endotoxins. Um, Uniposit. Yes. Is so that there's ambiocytes in the horseshoe crab blood that solidifies when it comes in contact with, with a bacteria. Yes, endotoxins, um, which is deadly bacteria that could cause like your immune system to kick into gear, causing like a fever, um, organ failure, organ failure, or even like septic shock. Like your body thinks septic shock. That wait, that's what it's called, septic shock. Septic shock, yeah. Septic systems? <laughs> well, that's oh, so different. It. Yeah. Okay. But your body thinks it's in panic mode, so it could go into these terrible side effects that you could get from, you know, having a weird bacteria go into your body. So you yeah. have to make sure that there you isn't that on something that's going into your body. Yes. So like a pacemaker. So before or a stint or yeah. just any sort of device or any sort of thing that's in your body. Correct. Right? Or even a medicine. Um, so they put it in a medicine? Doesn't your digestive system? We have to system? test it first. This is, this is the testing oh, process. Okay. This is okay. all like before it goes to people. Oh. Um, so what they used to do is they would have some rabbits around. Mm -hmm. And whatever they were using, um, they would give to the rabbit. They just pour it in the rabbit's eye. And then just have to wait. See what happened to the rabbit. And if the rabbit was okay... <laughs> Then mm, that was cool. Then they figured it was it was safe. Well, when did horseshoe um, crab blood come around? And who fucking figured this shit that's out? That's the weirdest thing. I have no idea. I tried to even research that. Like, oh. who finds this stuff out? But yeah. I guess that's. I mean, science gets pretty in depth. And like, I know what we should do. Let's take the horseshoe blood. I don't know. That's bizarre. Oh yeah, you see what it does, and then you think that you know it could help you here or there. Okay. So, yeah, they tested it in rabbits. Um, but now they can use these ambiocytes from the horseshoe crab blood. And, yes, I don't know who invented it. would figure that out. But I guess we're not scientists. Mm -hmm. But you got to put two and two together. <laughs> but apparently there's imagine a, that, like, they, there's a problem they, like, out there. They opened up a horseshoe crab and they're like, why is this blue? There's other things that have blue blood too, but I don't really? think they're as big as horseshoe <gasps> crabs. That's like a phrase, blue bloods. Oh, they're like crustaceans. What's the phrase blue bloods in reference to? I thought that was like a Yankee. Blue bloods? You ever heard no that? Idea. No. Okay. I can ask our technology team to Google it though. Oh, Josh, could you look up what a blue blood is? <laughs> I do my best Josh voice, but <laughs> yes, Lisa, I will. But our Wi-Fi sucks 
big balls. And it's like blue it's blood. A show. It's like about cops. Oh, maybe that's where I was ringing <laughs> a bell. Commissioner <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> anyways, that's, that's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, so they people f- listening to this that watch the show, they're like, "These freaking idiots." Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, anyways, they found the blue blood, or not the blue blood, <laughs> the, the horseshoe crab blood, and it helps detect bacteria or whatever. And now it's used on these medical devices, right? Yeah. So, okay. Long story short, they figured out that, that this is better long. than putting this into rabbits. So now you got to go get horseshoe right. crabs and take their blood. So this part is what. I think people should be concerned with is because I think that horseshoes, um, horseshoe crabs are like, okay, in the United States, we might be doing our due diligence or even other developed countries doing our due diligence to try not to decimate the population. But in some countries, they're not doing that. And they're using horseshoe crabs for their blood and they're just like eating them afterwards. Did you read that? Yeah. Okay. What? Um... This is pretty much, from my understanding, understanding mostly just us doing this, using this. No, other countries are doing this. Are they? Yeah, I okay. 100% I didn't read, anything read that like China so. would take the horseshoe crabs and have the same kind of process, but they just then, instead of putting the horseshoe crabs back, they just eat them. Like raw on the table. They just flip them over and all the scientists are like, oh, it's lunchtime. Pass well, have the you salt. Ever- Crack it open. Have you ever had crabs? I'm just kidding. No, um, that's actually not what they do. But <laughs> pretty so good. I don't know if a horseshoe crab is good. Oh my god. Um, so to to dis- extract the blood, they go and find wild horseshoe crabs, and we'll put like the picture up with this show. It's insane looking. Yes. Sorry. Horseshoe- According to the internet, what horseshoe crabs are found. Around the United States, live in the Atlantic Ocean along the North American coastline, and can also be found along the East and Gulf Coast, the United States and Mexico. They're only in the United States. I don't know. That was just what Google's like quick response was. That's well. That's just like because we live in the United States. What that's they Google used. They know. Your, they know this is where I'm. Your location. Looking it from. Anyways, so they horseshoe crabs can live outside of the water for four days without dying, and so. They scientists try to really? do this. Yeah, did you not research this? Anyways, scientists try <laughs> to do this this whole process of uh, draining the blood within four days, and they they take them, they put them on you know a little prop them up. There's some weird pictures. Yeah, and they like get them right in the insides, drain. I think it was either 30% or 70%. It's 30%. 30% of their blood. And then they take them back and they, they send them off into the ocean. So that's what we do, yeah. But here's the problem with that. Is that, one, I read that 30% of them die in that process. At least, yeah. By, like, mistake or... By the Stepped travel, on and the one or yeah, like something, something went wrong. It just like wasn't supposed to go wrong, but did go wrong. So thirty percent die out the gates. Seventy percent get back, right? To the water, yeah. To the water, but you don't have thirty percent of your blood. And I don't know if anybody 
listening. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who's listening. You know. <laughs> um, but if you've ever had blood loss, you feel it like a yeah, lot. I mean, you're, you're weaker. Yeah, like way weaker. Like your whole. I don't think I've ever had thirty percent blood loss. But they said you're that drained it takes them a couple weeks um, to get back to normal. But how are you yeah. out in the wild? And they don't really know. Like it's not like they're following it around to see how it tracked. survives. They're just they don't judging care. this based on overall. They don't care about the well, horseshoe crap. Do they not care? Because I'm thinking like, I, I'm not sure here. So if, if if you're not sure what's happening to these things, and you're just you're going through the, all this work, why not just take a hundred percent of the blood? Because it'll just kill them. Yeah. What do you mean? So like you're taking thirty percent of the blood. And then there's a 30% chance that it's going to die. So if you took 100% of its blood, and it's 100% it's going to die. Aren't you kind of at the same point? You have three times as much blood oh. and only one died. Instead of having one-third the amount of blood and still having a one-third chance it's going to die. And who the hell is this compassionate about a horseshoe crab? Never. I'm saying I'm not saying you shouldn't be. I've never been that good at math. But like, why doesn't... I don't know. Like what other industry out there is like, oh, we d- we're just going right. to take a little bit and we're going to put it back. And this is the federal government, you know, FDA, we're, we're concerned about things we're putting in humans' bodies. But we, I mean, they don't want to run out of them, obviously. Right. Okay. Well, but here's, here's um, the weirdest component, I guess, of this that kind of parallels that is that the substance, I think it's called LAL. I don't remember what it that stands LAL, for. Yes. But LAL what is what they're getting from from the blood that they is so useful. They can synthetically make it now. Yes. So this so is So it's like but I read it's on that, the way out. But I I read that, you know, they found to figured out how to synthetically make it, but instead of just being, Oh, okay, cool, we don't need to do this to horseshoe crabs anymore, they were like, Oh, um we you know, we don't trust that the lab's gonna make it. So I think you we were have saying to keep that doing it. There's only currently there's only one lab. Okay. So they can't they can't put all their faith in that because there's a lot of dependence on this process, and it's it's a very important to to be able to make sure that you know things you're putting in bodies. Yeah. You know the other the yeah, other yeah, option yeah, is yeah. stick it into rabbits, so that these companies fear that if this company doesn't work out. There won't be any backup. So if they put all their investment into that, okay. but there's more and more coming. So, so there is more coming. That was kind of like the we should we should all invest. The in happy some, ending, I guess. We should invest in synthetic LAL. Yeah. So it's lol. Um, lol called for factor C was responsible for its clotting action, and then they modified the guts of insects, though. So I don't know God how vegan you are, but this isn't really synthetic. So they took insects and they modified, genetically modified their guts Mm -hmm. that belong to the same phylum as a horseshoe crab. Um, Believe it or not, a horseshoe crab crab is more similar to a lot of insects than it is to other invertebrates, animals in the ocean. Um, So they produced that factor C, and then the insects, because they were modified, started pumping. They could get these insects to pump this stuff out, Mm -hmm. um, and then they can be sold. Um, so it's made out of insects. Substitute to horseshoe crab. So it's it's still not vegan. I, we've talked about this. Is is an insect an animal? I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. But definitely I kill, an animal. But I kill. 
I'm. Lisa kills I'm spiders. Insects. I have a. She what's thinks. That, what's that called when you're like mean to one thing? I discriminate against spiders. Yes. But like only giant black oh, scary oh. ones. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. More editing tomorrow. Um, no, you don't need to edit <laughs> Just that. Just kidding. Like, <laughs> like there's little house spiders, and even like I saw one of those that was like uh, like a. A nickel size. I let it be. I was like, oh, cute. I don't know. That doesn't bug me. But for some reason, we have some wolf spiders running around here. Yeah. They, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. This is my house. You got to go. Not saving those in a jar no. and taking them outside? No, but the house, but you you know what I mean in like a house spider? Like it's a little, it's like yellowish kind of. Like it's a little Yeah, those don't bother me. Daddy long legs don't bother me. I felt no, bad. I used to lick daddy long legs legs. No, you didn't. Why? Because they taste like peppermint. Because I was like vying for attention from day one. Clearly. Um, anyways, but the the wolf spiders, I don't, I don't fucking like them. They look dangerous. They're so. Oh. I think there's a natural. If, if it makes you feel like you're in danger, there's probably something. They can bite you and stuff, can't they? Yeah, they're terrifying. Anyways, so this L A L synthetic is made from. Insects, that's frustrating. Genetically modified insects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess... But it leaves the horseshoe crabs alone. Okay. So I guess my point of bringing the horseshoe crabs, and we don't need to like, you know, it's not like that's the most interesting re- thing in the world. Reflection moment on is, this. Is just that like, it's upsetting um, when you just live your life and you think you're just doing you, but when in reality, you impact... You didn't even realize that, you know, maybe you got horseshoe blood, horseshoe crab blood, you know? You didn't, but you probably had things in you that, yeah. We're tested by it. That kind of goes back to the whole, like... It's hard to... Like, what is a vegan? It's impossible to completely... Get rid of your impact? Yes, to completely avoid some kind of exploitation of animals. And should we? Yeah. But that's impossible. I mean, I, I've heard you can't even like, like, like beetles are ground up in red dye. Yeah, and like, dry, like asphalt at some point in its process might have some effect on animals. Like, yeah. do you not drive on streets anymore? Right. It's tricky, but I mean, obviously, I don't. We've we've gone through many reasons why this is the best choice, being vegan. But right. Uh, who would have thought that? you might have an impact on horseshoe crabs mm-hmm. um, based on, you know, well, what kind I'd of li- medical device history you've, you've had. Right. Well, I mean, I'd like to see horseshoe crabs stick around. You know, they've been here since the dinosaurs. Yeah, they're clearly important. Um, they are. You're like, that was your face like, I don't know why. <laughs> but I think they're important. It's not like you can pet them or anything. <laughs> I see them at the Outer Banks when we go there. Yeah. Not alive. They're usually just dead on their shells or wash yeah. up after they die. And yeah. they're pretty neat looking. They're neat looking. Um, but yeah, that's that's horseshoe crabs. It's a weird one. It was weird. It just it seemed really bizarre. Yeah. I tried to talk to my dad about that. He was just like, shut up, Lisa. He really did. Yeah. He was like, sometimes... I'll listen to what you say, but right now, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> How many people talking. did you try to talk to about Let horseshoe every, crabs? Everyone, everyone, because I stay at home with my kids all day, Jimmy. And listen to podcasts, apparently. Yeah, and like read and watch documentaries. I'm. I think I need to watch cool movies that your husband mm. might want to watch too. Jesus 
Rice. Like I, I need, you know, I don't even care. I'm going to watch all the movies and I'm not going to wait to watch all the shows because this is what always happens is I start watching a show and then I'm like, oh, Jimmy would really like this. And then I'm like, hey, Jimmy, watch the show. And then you're like, oh, I love it. Then I'm like, okay, episode two. And you're like, oof, I gotta go. I can't watch it. And I'm like, what, like, what am I supposed to do? You know, I got, I got 30 minutes when both my kids are sleeping. There's so. very few shows that I enjoy. Oh my God. All right. Um, no, I don't. I don't feel bad, and I'm watching shows, and I'm doing whatever the hell I want to do. Watching like an Academy Award-winning movie that oh I wanted God. to see. No, no. I'm going to reiterate this before we go to our next, um, our next topic, topic is that I stay home with with our children. Yes. I made a choice to give up my life to stay home with our children. And granite, it's super important, and I love it, but a whole, whole, whole part of me is not there anymore, so if I want to watch a goddamn TV show whenever the fuck I want to, I will. Okay. Got it? Yep. Okay, let's talk about red meat now. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do this, too? Yeah. This one gets a little complicated. So, so we'll, we'll high energy, it, Jimmy. We'll keep it very simple. Well, you literally were like, oh, you want to do this one too? Okay. I'm tired. It's oh. been a long day. <laughs> um, okay. We should split a contract. Yeah. And I'll go to well, work. No, I don't want to go that, to work. There's a way that Lisa where... and I, in our district, you are allowed to split a contract with another teacher. So two teachers mm-hmm. could be the same teacher and you could take turns going to work. Whose crazy ass idea is That's this? That's a great idea though. Why? Cause What's the benefit in that? It would benefit for us. For us it'd be us. amazing, but why does Solely this us. exist? I don't know. Like two humans, like me and my bro could be like, hey dude, you teach social studies? Yeah, I teach social studies. We're just going to be the same teacher next mm-hmm. year. We'll only get paid half as much, but we we can just take turns. What if you were in that class? Like, oh, really it's bizarre. Mr. So-and-so today. Oh, it's Mr. So-and-so. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, but like our friends. But you can do this. Like our coworkers or whatever, your coworkers, my old coworkers, um, tried to convince me to do it with him. And I was like, dude, you're a science teacher. <laughs> Same subject. I'm a social <laughs> studies teacher. <laughs> like it wouldn't work. It's He's so like, no, bizarre. It's great. It's also the same one. I you imagine the conversations we'd have though, if that was us, like yeah. how would we decide? We'd have I to like, be like Chris was on my last nerve. We'd have to flip coins every day or like, yeah, no, like, it wouldn't work. I quit that district because I didn't like the shit that was going on. And I wanted to stay home with my kids. Yeah. Like I could understand if I left a job that I really liked, maybe that would work. But I left a job that I it had run its course with yes. me and my emotions. And like I have I a lot of sympathy for couldn't. what you do every day. But remember, I'm still going into that place every day. That, yeah, you're that still, job. you still go. That you shitty still, job. It's a shitty job, but you still leave. You still talk to your coworkers. You still have friends. Do you know, uh, my friends are my kids right now <laughs> yeah, at home. True. I have no coworkers. <laughs> okay. You I'm go doing to happy that. hour tomorrow. I'm I'll doing that. No, the they, like, I'm over that. I'm doing that yoga thing. Okay. I'm going to San Domingo or I don't know where it is, but I'm doing it. Okay. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. I don't care. It could be in Iraq, Iran right now. I don't, I'm going. Do it. Okay. Okay. You might need to edit that out. 
eat more red meat. Says. <laughs> Says some crazy clickbait article. I th- I like to bring these up on our podcast because maybe we, and I'll maybe I'll put this Deep in the title. So we'll get to this point because <laughs> if you are a vegan, and any time an article comes out that shits on veganism or promotes meat, mm-hmm. anyone that you know probably sends it to you. Um, Again, no one did. No, to me, no. Really? Um, God, you need some friends. I, I'm loser. So upset with myself <laughs> right now. <laughs> But no, you probably have friends and they're just nice. Like I'm a guy. Guys are dicks. And especially when it comes to veganism. But I feel like I'm so like cool and awesome that like this is all anyone has on me. Is being vegan? Yeah. So I I like to. Oh, no. Because you're kind of like, can I say queer? Uh, Yeah, that's the other thing. Is queer back? No, queer's never back. Because I always thought queer was like one of the worst ones. No, queer was like normal. It was in like books when I was little. Okay. You're kind of queer in that you're like not, I don't mean like homosexual queer. Like queer, metrosexual? No, not even metrosexual. Just, you're kind of, it's like, like if someone put like a dork in really tight pants. Did you know this before you married me or did that this slowly <laughs> develop after our marriage? Did you realize this about me? No, you were more queer before I married oh, okay. you. Just making sure you, were, you knew what you were getting into. But yeah, the, I'm just kidding. Veganism and tight pants. Those are. Yeah. It always. If, if we're, you just have a weird sense of confidence if I'm, if I'm, about if it. If I'm riffing with my bros yeah. and it comes back to me, it's my gay ass tight pants and, your, and my veganism. And your veganism. Yeah. What do you do to combat it? Uh, you like, look at my six pack. <laughs> that's come up before. In the fridge. Like, you're all fat. And, yeah. And well, uh, that's, you drink that's, fucking Trulies oh and I God, drink I real beer and I. I can't. I can't. Still have a thirty-one inch waist. Look, I've said this before. And then they don't want to. They don't want to make fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't like bring it all out. You Mm. gotta give a little bit. Um, take it on the chin, bro. But the the trulies and the white claws and all that stuff, like, oh my gosh, it annoys me so much. Like, it's one thing if you are dedicated to cutting every excess carb or calorie. Okay, some people, you know, that's what they need. And that's good. That's fine. But like to eat like Wendy's and then go home and have a, a white claw. Yeah. Where is the thought process? In yeah. That? It's like people eat double bacon cheeseburgers and then get a Diet Coke with it. I can't. I can't. Anyway. So that's what we're talking about. Red meat. Is, so there's uh, an article. You know, these. this is another one of those weird articles that comes out that tries to promote something terrible. You remember like a few years ago when butter all of a sudden was healthy again? In coffee, right? No, that was a different thing. That's oh. like the keto thing. Oh. Um, but do you remember that? It, well, anyways. Well, I, my mom got the memo because she, she started putting in yeah, peanut right? butter. Well, this this was the same. We'll get to this. But this is the same uh, organization that put this out. Yeah. Um, so an article comes out in the New York Times, which is an interesting periodical these days. But the New York Times uh, quotes this study that was done by the Annals of Internal Medicine. Okay. I had to look that up. A-N-N-A-L-S. Annal? I'll call it the, the Annals of Internal Medicine. Oh. <laughs> but the Annals of Internal <laughs> Medicine. Um, they, so they published this group of articles saying that 
the current consumption levels of red and processed meat, despite the fact that they're associated with cancer and other health problems, maybe that that isn't as I, I dire. That right. That previously we've thought that they're more related to cancer and other health problems, that, but maybe they're not as bad as we think. Okay. And that there's flaws in all these studies. Oh. And they're pointing out that red meat isn't so bad for you. And even though everyone's told you to cut it out for ever well, longer than this veganism thing's been cool. Right. Um, oh, that, definitely. That go ahead and eat red meat. It's fine. We were wrong. Yeah. Um, the correlations. Do you think, do you think that it, it's possibly a coincidence that like the rise of, you know, fake meat like Beyond Beef has been so incredible that possibly the studies coming out because someone was like, fuck, like red meat needs to strike back. Yeah. So um, my usual go to when it comes to these articles is the Physicians Committee for what's it called? Ethical Responsible. Responsible Medicine. Yeah. Something. It's my go to because they're the, they're the big heavy hitters. Dr. Neil Barnard's one of my favorites, but these are like, this is the big time, like, you could almost call them interest group for veganism, like professional to a tease doctors they're just fighting. Super smart. In Washington, like they're pushing yeah. um, really hard to get a lot of things changed on the political level. But anyways, I went to them for like the their response to this. And of course they had they a were great like, one. Fuck that. Uh, but before I even got to that, I'm reading this New York Times article. So this is the like where it all started. Started, I think. I mean, it, a, a lot of people publish this, but New York Times is the the one that I kept seeing. The it. whistleblower. <laughs> oh God, started. Um, but it's funny. The headline is "Eat Less Red Meat." Scientists said. Now some believe that was bad advice. The evidence is too weak to justify telling individuals that less beef and pork, according to new research. Um, the findings erode public trust, critics said. So they do in the sub-headlines say that um, there are critics of this. Mm -hmm. But this, I, I'll get it's right to the point bait. here. It's yeah, this sexy bait. title. Is that not like so upsetting that the New York Times used to be like it? reputable they used to be yeah the, like i i've i know of this from growing up but like you know you trusted what they they had to say yeah, but I used now to get, so like my dad used to like get the newspaper get the new york times delivered to his house i yeah. don't know how that worked was it you can do that can you, you can do that now how does it get there by a newspaper guy from new york no because like the cvs down the street gets them how cool uh, the same day? I don't know how that works. But Sorry. Are you living in like. Well, like I used to be a paper 80s? delivery guy. The the printing press down the street printed that thing and dropped it on my porch. Think it's like still hot. Did you like have... shit happened at two in the morning that was Did in the paper? Did you have a printing press down the street from you? Wait a... Did you watch? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Do you you're saying that you like watch the newspapers come off of the printing press? I've seen it. You. I've been in there. You're. You're clearly misunderstood. Why? You why? saw the printing press. The Columbus Dispatch. Yeah, it's a building downtown. That prints papers. Newspapers. Yes. Did I go in there with my burlap satchel and my hat and gather them <laughs> no, and then they throw them they and be brought like, them, Mrs. Donaldson, wake up? They brought them to me. Oh my put God. them on my front porch. I can't, I can't with this. 
your selective memories. Anyways, anyways, the <laughs> New York paper boy <laughs> for six years before I was fired. <laughs> Yeah. The New York Times was a reputable source, but this is upsetting that this is the story that they're running and they're running it just so poorly. Yeah. Print you know media. what I'm going to predict? I'm going to predict this right now, that there's going to be a wave of new media. That <laughs> no, I'm telling you. There is a wave. What's the new wave? <laughs> like I have... Hold on, guys. <laughs> Hold on to your hats. Don't tell anyone. I think newspapers are going out of style. That's not what I mean. I think we're going to turn to maybe the internet and social media for our media from now on. That's not what I mean. I mean that there's going to be a wave of unbiased media. Oh, okay. Like there's such like every single media has some sort of um clickbaity. Well, no, it has some sort of um agenda. Yeah. What is it called? Narrative, you know. Well, so I, hate I the word narrative. Yeah, I think there's I think that social or not social media, but the media in general like everyone is backed by someone who has some sort of ties to something. Yeah, and so they're that, all... that was the first thing that was pointed out by this, is this is a private company that did this. So there's some... But they're not private. No one's private. Like, what are you talking about? The people that did this... I'm the saying study, this wasn't who... done by, like, the U.S. government. What's... And even if it was, that's, you know, tainted that's... by right. private companies. But okay, saying, but, like, like what company... we don't know exactly where this came from. Okay, but what company is like, oh, you know what we should do? Let's test... To see if red meat is actually not that bad, you know, yeah, like should... like that's a really weird hypothesis to start with, you know. Yeah, yeah. it like, really it is. There's so many other things you could probably test. It's funny in the so I'm like gonna start. I'm gonna start a media company, unbiased, um, actually, unbiased media. So I haven't listened to it. Um, um, do you like Geraldo Rivera? I mean, I like his mustache. We all like Geraldo, right? Yeah. Um, he's been through like every news source. He does. Um, but he's been a, a Fox News contributor lately. But uh, he has uh, some advertisements running that he has a podcast. And he About was like, being unbiased? Yeah. He was saying like, all I've ever been told in media is, you know, you got to take a big stand one way or the other. And No. And his podcast is called like. I just want the facts. Down the middle. That's really smart. So like. And not just the facts. It's. He's taking an objective look at everything. And yeah. I think Geraldo's always done that. He might, he's going to take a hard opinion on things. Yeah, but and he's going to tell you one way or the other. He's. It's not going to be down a line. It's not going to be all conservative or all liberal. No, okay. It's going to be his opinion on how he see things, but oh. it goes back and forth. And he's a well, he's an immigrant. You know, oh, he's, where's he from? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> Geraldo? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, that's quite a, that's a yeah, ethnic name. Yeah, Hispanic. Um, anyways, I, this is really off top topic, but I feel like as a teacher that it's ingrained in me and that was like a real, um, like soft spot with being a teacher and being a social studies teacher because we're talking like it is, it was my job to tell a student, these are the different viewpoints on all these different things. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the viewpoints. I'm not going to tell you one way or another. And I, I know you teach that way because I've had kids be like, he he likes this guy, he doesn't like this guy. Like I, so I know you've confused them on your oh, actual political, them, yeah, your no political idea. beliefs. But like I get like 
I think the media should be unbiased and it's clearly not. But it's, it's a weird thing. It's upsetting, though, because like as a teacher, one of my the four front values I had was teach unbiasedly. And I I mean, when I was a teacher, I saw a ton of teachers. They didn't they didn't teach like that. They just assumed their kids believed a certain way and they would teach to that. And that's just that's like morally to me. That's so wrong. It's so, so wrong. Because it's not your job to teach a student what to believe. It's to teach them that they should have their own thoughts. That here's what's, you know, laid out here. Take what is going on in your little head and run with it. And, yeah, and I've always done that. And I feel like I've done it well, but I've always done it in this world of this is just how you do it. It never even occurred to me to do it otherwise. But were, were you ever taught that? We're both trained to be social studies teachers. I feel like when you were in college and all those classes, they ever say like you should teach unbiasedly. Yeah, like you're going to be teaching political stuff. Teach it objectively. No, I don't know. I I guess no. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. But I I think it was. I was never taught any how to teach anything political either. I was only taught like how to teach history. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I don't think I was taught that. That could be political, but I think it is just like a core value. I don't. I don't think Shouldn't it's. Have to be I don't think that. it's teacher's job to tell someone what to think. No, not like, at all. That's that's like. But why that should that be on like, like the forefront of like when a teacher becomes a teacher? Like it's not your job to tell students what to think. It's it's your job to lay it out there for them, and they yeah. pick up this this point. They pick up this opinion. They pick up this. They do this, and, and they I move probably forward. Have more like solid, like ingrained political bias than. I should. Oh, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> and I still, not even for a second, Relay that want to reflect teaching. that to my kids. But it's just weird to me that I feel As like in college, that's all it is. That's well, like all college I mean, is, either one way or the other. I did have some conservative professors, a teeny small percentage, but I never really had anybody that, and again, I wasn't learning a lot of political things in college, but. I don't know. It's just weird to me Maybe that that's why we were drawn to each other. This, because I don't. There's not. I just. A lot. W- I just like to think that that's how it is. I don't think it is. But it's not. Yeah, I remember. Well, no. So like, I became a associate teacher because there's a guy. Everyone has their story of a teacher that mm-hmm. you know whatever inspired them. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that guy anymore to any kids. I don't think you are. No, I am. Um, but this guy inspired me to be a teacher, and he was a associate teacher and. He was very impressionable, and as I finished up college, I you know still was in contact with him, and we started hanging out. I started going to bars with him. He would come over and like drink, and we'd smoke cigarettes and talk about stuff. And I'd always say to him like, "I can't believe like I never understood how you are politically." And he was like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "I feel like I ingrained that every day." Like he's like, "I'm openly biased." Yeah to my students constantly. And I was like, really? So either one, I wasn't paying attention or two, he didn't really understand that he wasn't putting that out there. I don't know. Very weird. But But um, the media is not on this subject and nobody will understand this. Get it. You listen to this. Um, What? Carl Azuz. Yeah. CNN. Azul. 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 Um, so there's a show. He's he's s- unbiased, right? He's the most unbiased I've ever seen in any media source whatsoever. 
Um, CNN 10. It's a, I think just, we've talked about this before. I think we probably have. Google CNN If you're 10, a teacher out there, or you should use it. Even if you're a human, even if you're a very deeply political, you think you understand everything, It's t- they put out this thing. on. It's called CNN 10. It's 10 minutes a day of news directed for high school students, and it's incredibly objective, and I watch it every single day, and I teach politics. I know it's objective. It is, but... You've seen this guy. Yeah. How old do you think Carl is? is? Um, um, and I feel, I'm sorry, this is not that relatable 42. to most people who are listening to us right 42. now. But if you're anywhere near a computer. Go look up Carl's. Go Zoom. to it. How old is he? Just Google CNN 10. Okay, we all got it. CNN 10. And uh, just, I want you to see his face one I more time. Him. Oh, he's balding. 47. He is, as of... October 3rd, right now, mm-hmm. 29 years old. Oh, Carl. <laughs> Is that unbelievable? I just, I, Sorry, so I we'll move on. But anyways, this guy looks like he's in his 40s. Um, but either way, if you want some good news, politically. What an accomplished guy. He's. Uh, I read an article today out him. He's worth several million dollars. He makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And he does 10 minutes a day. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he does a lot more of yeah. work. Like this podcast is an hour, but we worked four or five hours on it. Right. right. We Obviously. actually kind of do work hard on these. Obviously. Um, but anyways, media, New York Times, the meat thing. Today, it's, all, it's, it's really hard to find good objective media. It um, was. Well, it's funny because, God, just all talking about the media, I guess, but no, like, it's, it's kind of what this article is about. So, if you're about. in America, which some of you guys aren't, but like Fox News is a very conservative uh, media outlet, and then CNN's a very liberal media outlet. So, Jimmy and I will watch Fox News and then CNN. We just like bounce back and forth. It's to fun see. to do that, yeah, because it's like to see how they Especially interpret, especially like. The big events happening, like yeah, like the impeachment, impeachment, or like CNN is like we've got them, and Fox's news is like this is bullshit. Like it's just it's fun to bounce any and back and forth or whatever. But we were watching Fox News, and this guy was talking about this article, and he was like, "I don't." He was saying that he agrees with the article. Tucker Carlson, yeah, or the the, the doctor. doctor. He had, um, and he was like, "I agree with the article." I think I never like to take just one study and run with that as my opinion. And But he was referring to the studies previously done that said that red meat were not <laughs> yes, good for you. There's like 80. Uh, yeah. And that's what he, he lost me there because like he was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know the validity of the studies and they were done a long time ago and I don't know the variables and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like thinking in my head, like the China study was a, Based on like red meat, right? There it's was the, parts of it. Yes. Besides the, just the dairy aspect, they studied red meat too, right? The, yeah. And the, it's the biggest nutritional study in the history of the universe and arguably the most accurate. Yeah. And it led to these same conclusions. Right. Um, but and yeah. I just, he was also like an overweight doctor. And I just, I know we were talking about this earlier, but I have a real problem Cause like I know what worked for me and obviously we've talked about this before, but you know, I know what works for you, Jimmy. I know what works for me. I know what works for my family. I know what works for other people around me that have become vegan is that, uh, you know, proofs in the pudding, I guess. Mm. And so like you can show, um, 
tell me this study or whatever, but I just I just know that I'm not going to eat red meat. And I know health wise, like it's it's a better choice for me. And this doctor was overweight and he's like, oh, I, I recommend eating a steak, just not every day. I'm yeah. Like, just, I'm like, really? Just have some extra salad with it, he said. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you got like 30 pounds extra on you. So I don't know if I'm going to take doctor's orders on that. You know, tell me, like, yeah. let me know when you look like Garth Davis. Okay, we'll talk. Okay, you know? Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the problem with a lot of this. And it's weird, like, that that guy was on Tucker Carlson and said, Lisa and I, we get it all. Um, but it Little seems MSNBC. like... MSNBC. Cons- conservative PBS. media. PBS is our fake. Like, everything has to be political. So, veganism has to be liberal. It is. And mediating has to be conservative. Well, the current so liberal, like, hold on, the current Democratic candidates, a couple of them are, are vegan. vegan. <laughs> yeah. But that's so stupid. Cory Booker's yeah. vegan. Yeah. Well, but that's so stupid to me is that, like, they did, like, clips of, like, you know, Cory Booker's going to take your hamburgers. And then it was sensationalized by. Fox News and conservative media that were like, Cory Booker's going to take your hamburgers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And um, but then Cory Booker's just a bitch because he was asked about it. And he was like, no, 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 I'm not. Yeah. I'm not taking your hamburgers. And it's like, dude, you you either are or you aren't. Well, yeah, Stand up and, for it. And don't say you're not going to take your hamburgers, but you're on a national stage. Use your platform. Let's be honest. You're. You're a long, long, long shot for getting the, the nomination. nomination. At least this time around. Maybe somewhere down the line. And you're asked but be true if to your morals. elected president, are you going to try to get rid of burgers? And his response is no. Let me say that in Spanish. No. Yeah. But in 30 seconds, he could have said, absolutely not. My job as president is not to dictate what people eat. But I particularly right. think it's not good for this environment it's not good for the country it's not good for yeah. our health to be consuming this at high levels that's all pussy. he had to say but he did puss out on that yeah, one. yeah he did that's super um that's super annoying and that's why donald trump is president though because he didn't have any of those moments where it was like "Ooh, is this politically positive right now he was just boom here's no. me take he tweeted, it or leave it he tweeted bullshit i know day. and i i loved telling it my was students on, that today it was on the today show which was funny because they put it up too they right? put it up but then in a, se- a later segment they blurred out the word and they were and they were oh my god they were so dramatic about it and they were like in a recent tweet by the president actually they don't even call him the president they go in a recent tweet by Mr. Trump he used an expl- an expletive we won't use on national television oh my gosh and then the next one was like hey this weekend how to get your bitches in line and ready <laughs> to get to the club you know like we should do a we should do a political show every every week there's been a couple of funny things that happened today politically. I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the meat thing has become a political, what hasn't become politically polarizing. Um, but let's take it back. Um, in this original article, in like by the fifth paragraph, it says uh, it it hits up the physicians. Um, oh, really? They reference it? The committee? Yeah. So the 
PCRM? Fifth paragraph. Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, a group advocating a plant-based diet, on Wednesday filed a petition against this journal with the Federal Trade Commission. And to say that it was bullshit. Yes. Not only was it bullshit, they were um, saying that this, like you are causing incredible harm to people. Oh. By saying this yeah. is okay. This is it's like putting an article out being like, Hey, yeah, cigarettes, cigarettes not so bad. aren't so bad. That's literally the same thing. Yeah. And there are articles. My dad had one cut out and he put it on our refrigerator. That said the red meat on, wasn't bad? No, cigarettes. Oh my God. It was on our refrigerator for like four years of my life that secondhand smoke is a farce okay. and that it's bullshit. And I this don't want to speak illy of your father. I don't necessarily, <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree with him to be honest because I grew up like, literally smoking 10 packs of secondhand smoke a day didn't you smoke but i that i started smoking um i'm not saying smoking's good for you i'm saying like i don't think my lungs are damaged oh from growing up in a household of Did other people we not smoking just start the show for 20 minutes about how sick you were and how your sinuses are screwed well, yeah, up that could have been from me smoking but i don't know if that was from secondhand smoke maybe it was i don't know no, I don't know. But um, your but sinuses anyways, are screwed up. Why I'm just saying there's a way to argue anything. Yes, 100%. And, and this is this article on my refrigerator as a child is long before the internet. You know, yeah. this stuff just ends up out there. But when it gets put out there, blasted as a headline everywhere, that's kind of dangerous. It is because people um, are gullible and they're going to listen. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be put out like that either, like the way they explain it. So their, their justification in this article was that a lot of the science is based on um, like observational studies. They're not like the China study was actual hard data Mm -hmm. tracking how people ate and lived because it was done under like communist regime where it was like people feared for their lives and they were very honest and and tracked and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I get it. Where a lot of these studies are not. That was like, what did you eat today? Yes. Oh, if someone said, what What did you you eat eat today? I would be like, well, I started my day off with a half a cup of oats. Yeah. With berries and and raw almonds. (laughs) I had a cheeseburger, but it was from my grandpa's farm. Yeah. He only raises cows on grass. Right. I wouldn't. He planted himself. I wouldn't be truthful. You know, yeah. Like if they're like, how many glasses of wine would you have today? And I was like, oh, like two <laughs> times three. Um, but they're so they're also, but they're but a lot of like the studies that say meat is more dangerous mm-hmm. um, are observational studies also. Right. So they're making that Same. point too. I can tell you, and correlation, like, observational, ergo, facto, meat's bad for you. Don't eat it. Bada bing, bada boom. It's done. End of the story. Um, but also the, and this makes sense, um, this part of it, that if, so like there is this macho vibe to meat eaters, and if you claim that you eat a lot of meat, you might also be, so like we have a guy. Isn't that sound a little queer now that I'm hearing you? You know, I eat a lot of meat. Okay. (laughs) Go on with your bad self. You eat that meat. Well, like I work with a guy who at lunch every day cooks a burger on a skillet Mm -hmm. in the teacher's lounge on a stove from like 1950s. So like that dude is probably super unhealthy. But, you know, if you're tracking that this guy eats a burger every day, 
your That's data right. might not be showing that he also is drinking an extra large Coke yeah. and eating French fries. Who's so, this? librarian, a football coach. Oh, hmm. we can say his name. No, we won't. Because it's amazing. What cat? No, BJ Queen. Oh, God! His don't put his name out there like that. BJ Queen. His name is BJ Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's a nice dude, and I love you, BJ. Oh, he's a really nice guy. But your name's not even BJ. He goes by BJ. Yeah, yeah. What's your, his first name? If your last name's Queen, I mean, wasn't it some? Out, wait, it's just too amazing. But wasn't? But wasn't it like not even? It was like it's like Bernard or something. right. Like he could go by like Bert, but he was like no, no, no. It could be anything. Even I if like, it was BJ, I like BJ. What's your last name? Queen. BJ Queen. I remember because he like took my position when I left, and I was like, wait a second. Oh, nice, the nice. BJ guy. Queen is taking Actually, over for me. Really nice guy, but he likes. I to, was he, like, he likes to eat a burger. And, I was like, it's fine. I don't like doing that, anyways. But I'm not even. I don't want to use him as an example. I'm saying people who eat burgers, we don't know what else they're eating. We don't know what else right, they're right. smoking. So these studies might not be that accurate. They're probably eating um, that awful bun that's just full of terrible <laughs> yeah. things. But there's a billion studies, not a billion, but there's a, a great amount of studies that are not observational that are based on pure data and facts that show that all of this is really bad for you. It's causes cancer. It causes heart disease. It causes, um, long, slow, chronic illnesses that aren't just like, Oh, I'm not going to eat red meat because I don't want to die someday. It's like, you're going to die slowly. Maybe over a 20, 30 year period, you're dick's not going to work anymore your brain's going to slow down your knees are going to hurt like you're, you're just going to slowly whittle away and that that none of that's really talked about or studied no data's analyzed no. it's like oh, you just eat you can eat some more red you know, meat now besides because this, this, this one podcast, headline that went out this podcast in my new unbiased media called um um i don't really um, th- um. Or it should be it should be it should be three letters. All the good ones are three letters, you know. Um, unbiased media network. Okay. UMN, UMN. That, that sounds, sounds great. Better than um. UMN. Um. Anyways, <laughs> besides this, I don't really feel like convincing people anymore. You know, if you guys are stupid enough to eat it, just fucking eat it. Yeah. Aside from the podcast, I'm not in day to day. I'm just like. Sure. No, I say that, but it's not true. I still but get like, so mad. Well, if someone's interested, I'm gladly going to pile on and yeah. like I have to stop myself from trying to spew too much at them. But if you're going to not be interested, then whatever. Just, it's not my problem. But it's funny. So like. But it, it is. It is. You know, we pay for it in healthcare. Oh, yeah, that's we true. Pay it is our it. problem. Yeah. I mean, healthcare of more than anything. I mean, environmentally. Yeah, we pay for the environment. But I no. feel like that's gonna work itself out eventually. The environment? Oh, yeah. just because of, like the demand. It's just yeah. gonna have to. But healthcare, you I mean, DJ talked about this on our last podcast. This is a a business feeding a business. You know, yes. like we're gonna keep you unhealthy. There's no business in getting healthy. And then we're healthy. gonna take care of you with drugs and then that's gonna keep you alive so you can keep buying this unhealthy thing that need more drugs. It's yeah. It's so that's not gonna give. No. It's just Especially like, if we have misinformation like this. It's just like garbage. the Iran Contra or or. No, don't even That will be our next podcast. Just kidding. But All right. Going back to the, we'll finish with this. The clickbait thing. 
I put into Google, eat red meat, and then I clicked the news tab. Uh-huh. And I started scrolling down. And it's all this... Pornhub you know, popped up. <clears throat> no, I did not get a Pornhub. And it was me. I have all those settings turned off. Um, Do you? No. <laughs> is, I didn't know that was like a settings thing. You can. I wouldn't be surprised. You're not into porn. No, but porn doesn't show up on the things that I searched. If it <laughs> did, maybe I would turn that off. You don't search like red meat and like yeah. just some penises red, pop up. Red meat in my buns. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so the, all these stories, you know, the whole first page is eat red meat. Maybe not so bad. Is the beef that bad? Beef and bacon. Are they healthy? Um, oh my God. And there are all these different articles. And then you go to page two and it's like cut down. Red meat actually it's bad like, is red meat and then yes and then it's like turns no, out it is no need to eat red meat and then so these are these are all from three days ago um page three gets into like a month ago and it's like maybe we should eat less red meat eating chicken and meat high risk of cancer you know are democrats cool? gonna take red away meat. meat cnn changing your meeting habits could mean a longer life increasing meat consumption tied to higher risk of death so like a week ago and a month ago, all of these same right. like New York Times, they're all like it's all it's just, just like one little. what's sexy at that one moment. That's so upsetting. I, you I, really I, have to have some serious goggles on when you're out there in the world. Yeah. Figuring out what's what. And I don't think we talk enough about how you know that we talk enough? amazing and badass the physicians committee for responsible medicine is. They are. Because they're not only like just countering this stuff on social media they're going to washington and saying like educated you are a direct you are a hazard on they're more than articulate they're actually like banging on congressmen's doors saying Mm -hmm. like you are causing danger to people like the president's talking about how we shouldn't be vaping because like 16 kids died yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, but, but like how many people 16, are dying? Sixteen thousand kids are obese because they're eating yeah. the freaking pyramid that you fucking put out, and you feed them in their lunch every day and their school free lunches that I pay for. I'm sorry, my tax dollars pay for this student's school lunch, dictated by what the government lobbied by, what the meat and dairy and whoever else council decided needs to be in this pyramid and this this food this lunch is making students stupid slow (laughs) inactive upset depressed it's a thing and yet i'm paying for it all i'm sorry is that not like so incredibly fucked up yeah and then they get home from school and dad's cracking open the new york times and he's like red meat's not too bad red meat and dad's like oh okay i guess that's fine jesus christ it's pretty fucked up okay but there are some good people out there fighting the fight there are and just you just gotta stay we're doing our best with the podcast but you gotta stay informed you just gotta keep as i told my mom yesterday when she just wasn't listening to me you gotta keep that third eye open do you know what that means no no (laughs) <laughs> I was going to think of a few dirty things. Oh but. my gosh. No, your third eye is just, <laughs> it's your, it's like, you know, when they're like, you keep your ear to the streets. Yeah, like extra sense, you know. Yeah, like, but you know, like you keep your ear to the streets, like you know what's going on. Your third eye is just, it's like your street smarts, but like in a spiritual form. I feel you. 
that makes sense. Well, that's why I tell my students you have to be detectives. Oh, that's you a good one. You can't watch TV as like I'm Taking absorbing what saying. information. No. You have to watch it as if everything you're saying is full of shit and I'm the detective yeah. trying to figure that out is. what's actually happening I watch here. all social media. Yeah, you are. I think in my head, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. And then, like when they say something, I'm like, ah, that's hard to say that that's full of shit. Then I'm like, ah, that was a yeah, good it's, point. It's more work. Even like this, like I I've read a lot of different perspectives. Even the horseshoe thing. Yeah, I read very positive articles about it, very negative, and you know I had to weed through it. I just it's it's more work for us these days. But we have more access to not at the truth. U- it's in there. You not just, you, you not at UMN though. UMN. Lisa's new media company. Yep, that all. I'm gonna start an unbiased media company. How's was how's it gonna? What's it gonna? What's the delivery format of it? It's gonna be like in the wreck every morning. You slide it <laughs> your cutting board. Like you're cutting up carrots. And yeah, my newspaper stories are like just that size. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's gonna off be. The press, it's laminated. just gonna. I'm gonna send boys out to the corners. And they're just gonna they're gonna ring a bell, and just they're gonna open <laughs> up a there like, they're gonna open up a scroll and read today's top stories like a soapbox. Here he, here he. There's a couple like email media outlets, like a daily email. It's mm-hmm. like a really not dumbed down, but a really simplified version of the news. Have you, you heard of this? I have. I don't know what it's called, but I've seen a couple of. What's them. like the most cutting edge social media this day? Like the Instagram? coolest shit right now? Is it Instagram? No. TikTok? Tick, it is. That's just pictures. TikTok is it. Okay. So was freaking Instagram. That's a good point. TikTok is the next one. Okay. Trust me. I'm just going to take. Gary V told this me. This is it. This is it. And then we're going to close. This is the UMN. As I'm going to take news stories from Fox News and news stories from CNN. <laughs> and then I'm going to put them together. And I'm going to be like, you decide your opinion. They said this. They said that. Yep. Okay. Let's start a TikTok. And I'll be like, Can you make a Lisa Beach Your Meat TikTok? Okay, we have to go. So, um, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Follow us. Damn, we're getting longer and longer. Wish I could say the same thing. Others. For what? The other activities we do together. Oh, my God. Um, anyways... <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please follow us. I don't know what else I said, but um, that's it. So we'll be back, right? Somebody give us a rating on (laughs) iTunes already. (laughs) All right. Good night. Bye. Get back into bed. TV's turned off. Get back into bed. Get back into bed. Get back into bed. No, it's over. It's over. Go back into bed, Bob. Oh, I'm sorry. You can go watch one more show if you get into bed right now.